business. The blog and podcast for game changers and innovators in the construction industry. Hello and welcome to episode 67 of the AEC Business Podcast. I'm Arnie Heiskanen and on the line I have a fellow podcaster, Brittany Campbell-Turner. Hi Brittany, it's uh, great to have you on the podcast. Oh, it's my pleasure too. Thanks for inviting me, Arnie. So it's very nice to have somebody who's doing the same thing. Uh, there are not so many uh, in the industry, I'm afraid. But first of all, uh, can you give a little introduction uh, who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. I am a podcaster, as you mentioned. As, but I would say that I'm mostly focused on redu- reducing uncertainty on Construction projects, that's what I do. (laughs) Um, So on my day job, um, I work for an owner's representative firm. Um, It's called Mace, and I specialize as a a strategic advisor um, and project management consultant. And ultimately, yeah, I I help people make, property owners make decisions on a day-to-day basis about um, different things, whether it be design, construction, do reporting for them and things of the like. So you're in the industry and you, you're aware of what's happening. I was just, well, I'm certain that you have also read about the problem that construction or the, or the industry has in general, it's, um, its productivity. And I'm not sure if you have um, experienced that firsthand, but um, I, I'm, I'm, I think that's one of the key problems inside the industry right now. So. Do you have any ideas on, on what might cause this and, and how you have experienced it? Wow, yeah. So just to give a little bit about my background, I, I studied engineering and construction management in school. And, and right out of school, actually while I was studying my master's degree in construction management, I started working at an, another owner's rep, 30-party consulting firm and worked out of a public agency here in Chicago. And by no means am I bashing uh, public agencies in any way. They, they serve the communities. Um, and, and I think what they do is, is a tall order and they have to speak to the public. However, I do find that having worked in, in a public agency here, I found a lot of efficiencies. Um, I found a lot of redundancy in in paperwork. I found a lot of uh, even distrust. Everything as far as contract contract uh, negotiations and um, the way the way the language is set up and and the amount of details being requested and even after the after the fact details being requested, I found like there is. <laughs> There is a a gap between getting things done efficiently and produ- productively, and getting things done and then just reporting them afterwards. Yeah, so so that's what I found um, coming out of school right away, and then I jumped from different agencies, public agency to to agency, and I found some things very very similar. Um, and even now, now that I'm working with more private firms, um, I found, I found similar things. I, I do, I do think that the industry, <laughs> we're at a point where we're almost priming for a disruption, uh, because we're, we're doing things so unproductively, um, with whether it be the contracting method with design, bid, build, or 
whatever the case might be, I find there's so much room for improvement that there's got to be a revolution getting ready to take place. And I do see evidences of, of that. Um, just some people who I'm speaking with on the podcast and, and on my day-to-day work. So you, you, you are definitely on this, you have the same agenda uh, as I, I personally. <laughs> so uh, so uh, was that one of the reasons why you started your podcast or did you have any other motivations behind that decision? I would say that was absolutely one of the main reasons why I started the, the podcast. I personally had a lot of frustration around just the inefficiencies and I said to myself, I said, either you can sit here and be frustrated or you can find out a way to to impact the industry a little bit differently. And the first step is learning and learning from people who are doing it in a in a better way um, or or talking with companies that are frustrated, similar to me and ultimately taking taking the the good and saying, okay, here's an opportunity to apply the good to the not so good scenarios. So that's the approach I've taken. Um, and I've taken it from the, the perspective of the owner, the property owner, who I serve on a day-to-day basis through my job. So that's the that's the focus of the podcast, uh, to reduce uncertainty for property owners. And ultimately, it helps every single person on the project. And I don't think there's another way to to really impact the most amount of people on the project and really elevate every elevate the industry elevate everyone on the project and then elevate the industry um i think there there needs to be a building of awareness of the things that can be done testing um and ultimately finding the the process that works best for that company based upon what they're trying to achieve for their end users, what they're trying to achieve for their customers. And I think it takes a little bit of stepping back and looking at the big picture and saying, hey, where do we want to move as a business from the property owner's perspective, but also where do we want, where do we want to move as an industry? Yes, definitely. Um, well, talking about your podcast that you mentioned, it's called uh, Constructor with two R's. <laughs> you have already done, I saw, 41 episodes so far. Yes. Uh, when, when did you start, actually? Yeah, I started recording about two years ago. And, you know, since I'm working, I said, you know, let, let me go ahead and, and find people who I know and who are doing things a little bit differently. And I just go ahead and, and speak with them and see if they'd be interested in doing some recordings. Uh, so I did that, totally nervous. I mean, I studied engineering. This is not one of those things where an engineer thinks up in their head, hey, I'm going to just start doing interviews, <laughs> recording them and posting them online. <laughs> um, but I I saw value in what I was learning, and I ended up launching in I believe it was July last year, uh, either with late June or July last year. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much how I got started. Just kind of went into my my close network and yeah. So so tapped you, into that. Yeah. What is the the podcast like today? Is it once a week or? Yeah, so it's once a week, 
And I think just from building momentum, especially this year, I, I made a point to be consistent and to really be committed to sharing regularly so that my listeners can have an expectation. Um, I, I'm really dedicated to sharing good content week by week. So, so yeah, I, I do a, a podcast every week. I release one every week. Um, and as far as what is it like today, what am I talking about today? I would say that I've evolved from just talking with people that I know, fortunately. Uh, I have actually tapped into a couple different communities. Uh, first and foremost, I speak regularly with the Lean Construction Institute community. Um, I think they're a great organization. I think they have people that really get the idea of building the industry, like building building trust, building relationships, and really caring about everyone's voice being heard. So I find that a lot of, you'll find a lot of my podcasts um, do support the concept of, of lean construction methodologies. And last year I had the opportunity to do interviews in the hallway asking for feedback from the attendants at the Congress. And I'm actually, I've been invited to come back again to the Congress in Anaheim, California uh, in October. So so that's the Lean Construction Institute. Definitely check them out, LCI. Uh, well, for the Congress, lciconcongress.org and then leanconstruction.org is their website. So that's Lean Construction. What I've sort of evolved in, into to talking to is professionals who see that lean starts, and, and I say lean, meaning just an improved process methodology. I mean, yes, that could be taken from the manufacturing side of things, but it's improve, improvement of productivity, um, being more transparent in the, the steps of the process. And I, and I feel the Lean Construction Institute is doing a great job, but maybe they're not talking the language of the owner because they're not upfront at the decisions before design even starts. And so... I've been moving towards talking with people about what high performance looks like and when does that start? Is that at design? Is that using BIM? Okay, I'm going to say yes, that does mean BIM, and mm -hmm. I do have podcasts about that. Um, but is, is BIM just 3D modeling? And the answer is no. BIM is taking all the data points, um, whether it be a scheduled data point or whether it be how to maintain your air handling unit whatever the case might be, how do you make sure you capture the right data at the right time so that everyone has the right data at the right time? And so that means whether it's uh, your owner, when they're getting ready to design a space, like at the inception of the design, when they're just thinking about maybe hiring an architect, what do they do? What do they think about? How do they educate themselves about innovations that are taking place and cost savings. Um, so those are the things that I, I've most recently been uh, talking with interviewees about. Um, so, so that's going to touch on offsite construction, modular, that's going to touch on, uh, that's going to touch on robotics, that's going to touch on 
uh, big data use, Internet of Things. It's going to touch on blockchain use. Um, it's going to touch on VDC, virtual, rea virtual reality, augmented reality, um, and then merge all of that with lean construction from the construction perspective. So I would say in a sense, my quest is to find the best way. And obviously there are multiple ways, right? But it's to find the best way to reduce uncertainty and, inc and increase, your your, increase your certainty about schedule and cost and the quality that you're providing for your end users. Yes, um, very good. So you mentioned already lean construction and, and so on, but can you mention a few highlights uh, along the way with your podcast? Yeah. Oh, wow. So I would say, yes, lean construction, of course. Standing in a hallway with a microphone is really a fun. I don't know if you've done that, Arnie, but it's really fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so so that was a highlight, just kind of, you know, sticking my neck out there. Obviously, I, I, I sit behind a microphone and my computer for the rest of my interviews. Um, so I would say that experience just kind of pushed me out there and, and got me face to face. Um, and I'm excited to do that again. In addition to that, I would say the first time I spoke with a an owner perspective was with James Pease. He works with Stutter Health. And it was just so refreshing to hear the owner's perspective as it relates to lean construction. Sutter Health is probably the the company that has, at least in the U.S., that has used an integrated form of agreement the longest. Hmm. And they have such an interesting perspective on IPD and lean or just an integrated contract type and lean because they, they've been seeing incredible just increased productivity from from project to project. I think it's about 10 years they've been using it. Um, so and I, I think just having had that conversation and talking about the pitfalls um, and, the, and the wins that they've had, it just says to me that, yes, this is the right path. Um, I, I find that when he talked about making sure that that team dynamic is always a strong connection and you're always allowing people's voices to be heard. I think that resonated so well with me. Uh, I, I find that, that that's what I'm really ultimately trying to achieve here uh, with my podcast. I think I want the underdogs voices. I want their voices to be heard. The ones who have the great ideas who aren't usually listened to because of the typical way of doing construction uh, but have the have the impact like they have the true capability to make that impact and it could come from the owner or it could come from your foreman it could come from whoever anybody in the project and and I think that that really lends I don't know, a great opportunity to, to elevate the industry because now you're crowdsourcing, right? Now you're taking all the information in and using it to elevate. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds like a great, uh, great mission for you. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
it's it's nice to hear that we both have audiences and 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 sometimes i get feedback but in general i would say that the audience is not always as engaged as you would like to to have it so but how do you engage with your audience and and what kind of feedback have you received already yeah i would say that i agree with you it's it's sometimes challenging to engage with uh the construction industry or even even owners um just because everybody's so busy i think um and then we engage differently we're a lot of we're people who stay in our heads quite a bit and uh it's not it's not similar to like say i don't know what the food industry i mean people aren't saying hey i like that food i mean it's <laughs> it's quite it's quite it's quite different so how do i engage i obviously i i have my podcast and and i post it on social media so i would say linkedin is the place where you'll see me the most i find that professionals uh they they're there they engage with the content they are happy to to see something pop up in their feed and and you know they'll like it or share it. I would say that's the most engagement that I get unless I'm seeing that and I send somebody a message right away and say, "What did you like about it? You know, what what impacted you? Is there anything else I can add? What could have helped, you know?" So I find that those messages that I send out on you know, every once in a while, I find that I get the most feedback from that. I also post on Twitter. Uh, what really is is very helpful is when I do like a, a a periscope or a video of the pre-recorded podcast, and I I find that I get a lot of engagement that way as well. Yeah, that's, um, that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should absolutely uh, check that out. And then Facebook Lives as well, pre-recorded Facebook Lives. I I find that, you know, Facebook is is your social network, right? It's not your professional network. But I find that since I went to school with a lot of engineers and, and people who may just be in the industry, that there's still, there's still engagement there. So um, as long as you're, you know, responding to comments and and, and the like while you are actually playing the episode, you get a lot of engagement that way as well. And I have an email list, so you can sign up, you can subscribe at constructor, constructorrr.com. And I do send out emails. Um, and I, I think I'm transitioning to like a quarterly model to just kind of give people updates about what I've been doing for the past quarter and some of the highlights and actually prepping everyone for what's coming up in the next quarter uh so yeah i i've i've seen that many people have started blogging or podcasting in the industry and uh, done it for like five or six times and then they've given up so how can you <laughs> how, how do you keep up the uh the process and and keep going what's your mm -hmm. secret <laughs> it's no secret. It's just hard work. <laughs> um, you know that already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I I find that I'm always searching. I'm I, I, maybe it's just because I'm naturally curious and naturally inquisitive, and I know I know that once I find that thing 
or those things that can be helpful to me and my immediate community, I I am remiss if I don't share that. Yeah. I need to make sure that I'm not the only one benefiting from it. I I really I really <laughs> I enjoy knowing that that people are thinking more broadly and I I truly feel that if I'm giving people information that they can utilize even if it's not today if they can utilize it 5 years from now because they heard about it the first time on my podcast that that keeps me going you already uh, said a few words about how, what you've learned through podcasting but i i think it's at least for me also it's a learning process as well mm -hmm. so um do you have you discovered something that you didn't think about before you you started your podcast oh yeah definitely um i find that <laughs> the relationships that i'm building with with people they're the interviews, the, the interviewees themselves. I didn't think that I would just be in touch with so many awesome people. I thought it was more about just learning. <laughs> um, and I've I've developed relationships with people, and that I would say is really fulfilling. But beyond that, I never, I never really thought about how much gaming and construction could align. Uh, just thinking about the VDC world, virtual design and construction, utilizing like the HoloLens and um, putting all that metadata to to construction materials and 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 the processes, I felt that that was something that could potentially happen, but it's here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I I mean sometimes I think about the like are we really living in the Jetsons world I mean we talk I talk about autonomous vehicles and how that's going to affect the the way cities are shaped um, in the future and we don't ultimately know how that's going to impact the the urban terrain at this point however we have some ideas and we have to plan for that we have to plan for the future when we're talking about building and it's almost as if you have to think about okay what are these five trends that are happening right now how are they going to affect the future and you really do have to do a lot of future thinking in order to make decisions for today uh, something simple is to me using blockchain for doing transactions for materials I, I feel that probably wouldn't have even been thought of five to ten years ago at a really in-depth stage. However, it's happening today. There are companies who are utilizing that. And I would never have thought of that. I would never have thought that I was going to encounter that sort of innovation. And it's so exciting to me. It really is. Just to hear, just to hear how creative people are and how that can, again, elevate, I talk about it a number of times, but elevate the industry and disrupt the industry, make it really that much more fulfilling for people to work in this, in this, in this yeah. realm. Yeah. 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 So um, I guess many people think that 
you know, you see these fashion bloggers and, and they get a lot of nice clothes and shoes and, <laughs> and things like that and, and ads and, and but but have have you uh, had already let's say financial uh, benefits from from having your podcast uh no not yet actually oh. i i have in i have in mind a couple sponsors that i'd like to work with and i've reached out at this point it's just a matter of getting those guys on board and in addition to that i do have a couple of offerings that I am preparing to to share with my email list and um, to share with I don't know whoever else is interested. I I do feel as if the the information that I'm I'm gathering through my interviews and uh, what I'm learning on on my day to day work, I I can contribute something back to to my community. So that is something in the works. It's not something at the moment, at this moment in time. But certainly, you have gained a new experience, and and certainly, you have uh, professionally been, uh, let's say, um, getting some benefits from from the uh, podcasting. Oh yes, absolutely. Uh, I think that in my day to day work, I I speak differently, and I think that people notice that. Uh, I. I have a different outlook on the industry. I'm I'm not bogged down by, you know, someone saying, "Oh, this is the way we've already already done it." I can pull data and say, "Look, these people are being, they're 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 getting so much benefit out of util- utilizing this new process. How can you ignore that? There's no way you can ignore that. I, I wouldn't have been able to do that before if I wasn't doing the podcast. So." I think for that reason, absolutely, I've been able to to grow professionally. Finally, uh, what are your plans for the future? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, as I mentioned, I, I have some offerings, um, free and and paid offerings in the works, uh, which I just I just want to benefit my community at this point. I I have a series coming up about blockchain and the utilization of blockchain and construction. Um, many many layers there, uh, so that's going to be fun. That's going to come out in either late October or, or early November. So look out for that. And in addition to that, I find there is there's a there's an excitement about well building as well. Uh, it's a little bit more intense than, say, your lead or your sustainability approaches. And I do wanna, I do wanna share a little bit more about how to get the benefits to get your end users being more productive, more healthy, um, and happier employees to to benefit the businesses that um, that you guys have. So, yeah, that's. That's my my short term plans, um, and then we'll see we'll see we'll continue to listen to the feedback, and you know share share what people are asking for. Well, once more, where can our listeners find your podcast and contact you? Yeah, absolutely. So you can reach me at Brittany at constructor dot com. That's B R I T T A N I E at construct double R 
com. You can also go to Constructor, ConstructRR.com, and subscribe. You can find my podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. And you can also reach out to me on LinkedIn. I post regularly there, and I am trying to just, you know, post consistent value all the time. So that would be a great place to connect with me. And then Twitter, absolutely. Uh, My handle is at Brittany CT. Yes. uh, Brittany, it has been a pleasure talking with you, and we share so much uh, interest and and. I think we should do some, perhaps some collaboration in the future. <laughs> oh, yes. I absolutely agree with that. And I, I let's make that part of our plans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So have a nice Sunday. And I'm I'm sure you are, if, if our listeners are interested, I'm, I recommend Britney's podcast uh, warmly and go ahead and, and check it out. Talk to you soon, Brittany. Great. Thank okay. you, Arnie. It's my pleasure. Thank you.